the Christmas period, heading up to Christmas, about a month now-ish, isn't it? And we're going to be worshipping and thinking about the Christmas story over this period, including our carol service next week. And please do take invitations and invite your friends, family, neighbours, and come carol singing later, where we will also be inviting people, worshipping on... And that's the most important thing. I read a really interesting thing the other day. It was a very small phrase that... It struck me, I was, I was looking at a web, a ch- another church website, being nosy, looking at what they did, getting some ideas, and they, uh, they said about worship, worshipping Jesus, has value, it has in, value in and of itself. It doesn't matter about whether or not we're invited, you know, when we think about going out on the streets now, what I'm trying to say is, We're going to be singing, and let's make it worship to Jesus on the streets of Putney, and it has value in and of itself, because God is worthy. We're not going out principally just so we can invite people. We're going out to worship Jesus, because this this world belongs to Jesus, and we are his people, and we're going to worship him publicly without shame, because we don't need to be ashamed. We should be full of pride in our wonderful Jesus, shouldn't we? So I'd love to see you there if you can make it, and it has value in and of itself. So let's make sure we worship as we sing these Christmas songs, Christmas carols. This week, next week at our carol service, we're worshiping Jesus. It's not just about evangelism and helping people to come to know him, which is obviously part of it. It's worship has, has in, in, there was a word that they used, I can't remember what it was now, but anyway. Um, So today we're going to be beginning the first of our Advent messages. If you'd like to turn in a Bible, if you've got one, or there's a couple on the side here around, please turn in Luke chapter, Luke chapter 2, and... We're going to be thinking about Mary. Mary is presented as a hero of faith in in the Bible. Someone that we are to learn from, imitate. Someone that we are to think about. This character, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Obviously a a key character in the Christmas story. So let's turn to Luke chapter 2. We're going to read verse 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. Terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. See my manger up behind us? Laying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, 
and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the angel, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them. They did evangelism. They told other people about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But, and this is the, the phrase I want us to think about this morning, but the shepherds, sorry, but Mary treasured these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So today's lesson from our text today is, like Mary, let's treasure the events and message of Christmas by making time to ponder. I love that word, ponder. When was the last time we used the word ponder? Okay, Like Mary, let's treasure the events and message of Christmas by making time to ponder. But Mary, it says in Luke 2.19, Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. After all the amazing things that Luke has been telling us about in the prior chapter to this, so many different events, I'm not going to recap to you now. It says that she took time to ponder these things. And the message this morning is, is for us Christians, or if you're not a Christian this morning, maybe an opportunity for you to think about these things. Let's ensure that we are making time to treasure what Christmas is about, the story of Christmas, the God of the story, and to ponder these things. Because there are so many distractions. There are so many things that we can put as priorities above actually the God of the story. The God who meets us. The God who's come. That this is what it's all about. We can treasure and ponder different things at Christmas, can't we? Getting presents. Are you excited about getting presents? There's no youth in here, so there's nobody... Ex how about you? Are you excited about getting presents at all, any of you? Yes, I hope you are. Excited about getting new things. That's good. Remember, the, give, the give, giving is symbolic, isn't it, of how the, 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 the uh, Magi brought gifts to Jesus. And it's also reminiscent of his, his gift to us, isn't it? These, this is symbolic. We, as we give gifts, we remember the gifts given to Christ, and we remember he is a gift to us. And that's why we give gifts, isn't it? Not just to spoil each other, but as a kind of sign of love and of, of grace and to remember and to reflect God. So let's not forget that as to why we give gifts at all. I was watching, it came on the television yesterday. I couldn't watch all of it because I was preparing for this morning. And I'm playing the guitar later in the carol singing, so I was practicing that. So I only had five minutes and it came on. The greatest uh, Christmas gifts of the 1980s. And it had all these different gifts on there, different things that they were showing. Hungry hippos. What, were, what, what, what was your favorite gift growing up? What was your favorite toy? 
Scalectrics. Did you get that for Christmas at all? Scalectrics. They were good, weren't they? Although they, they, they would start stop working, wouldn't they? You'd, you'd burn the engine out or the, you, they'd fly off the track and break the, the little car. Scalectrics, by the way, is a little racing car game. What's your favourite toys at Christmas? Playmobil. Oh, Playmobil, yes. I've mentioned this before, haven't I? Any particular one? Sorry? Pirate ship. That's great. Did you take it in the bath? But it sank, didn't it? I don't think they float. Do they float, the pirate ship? I don't think... Yeah. Pirate ships. So we remember these things, don't we? It's funny how you remember the toys you got, maybe as a child, and this television program. Buying gifts is a big, is a big important thing, isn't it? And planning what to do. What to eat and drink is a big one, isn't it? What to eat and drink is a massive one. I, I'm going to say that. I hasten to add, Helen does everything. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretending like I've got anything to do with anything. Anything good, any gift you get, trust me, it's come from Helen. All right? We love you, Helen. We love you, Helen. <laughs> yes, thank you, guys. Clap. <laughs> I encourage her, by the way. She is who she, she, is, who she is because of me. <laughs> who to see and maybe who not to see. Where to travel. Oh, that's a big one, isn't it, nowadays? Traveling at Christmas. Maybe you even go to another country to visit family. Big one. It's become more and more of a big thing, hasn't it? Traveling. Films to watch. That's, because, that's not so special as it used to be, is it? Nowadays it's... Sorry? Well, I mean, what I mean is you, you can watch any film every, any day of the week now. When I was a kid, and, and as Phil is saying, yes, it's true, you'd watch Raiders of the Lost Ark and it'd be like, it's on, it's on, 2.30. Let's get ready, guys. Countdown to Raiders. But now it's just like Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'll oh, skip that, I'm a bit bored. You know, now, that's what it's like, isn't it? Resting is a big one, isn't it? Resting. I'm going to make time to rest. Serving the community is a big one. Maybe some of you are involved in that. Maybe even on Christmas Day, doing things for people, maybe who are on their own. There are many good things, good things to focus on over this season. However, when God breaks in, when God speaks to us. He spoke to Mary, he spoke to the angels, he spoke to Zechariah, he spoke to Mary through this story. When God breaks in, maybe not with an angelic presence, but maybe the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives and hearts, maybe even through listening to the Word of God. When God breaks in, Jesus becomes central to Christmas and our lives. Who Jesus is becomes central when God is moving in our lives. He is what we're really focused on amongst other good things. We can fail, can't we, to treasure the events and message of Christmas. Massive danger of distraction. Christmas can both cause great excitement and worry, right? Money worries. You know, maybe there's pressure on us to buy things we can't afford, right? We can fail to treasure and ponder the truth 
It can be far from our minds. We come out the other side of Christmas thinking, oh, Jesus, I've, I've been so distracted. I haven't spent any time in prayer. I haven't spent any time in your word. I haven't spent time with your people. I haven't, we ha- when I've gathered with others, we haven't focused on you at all. We can be like Martha rather than Mary in that great story of Mary and Martha. Let me read to you from Luke 10. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations of the Christmas dinner. Doesn't say that in there, but you know, I'm just bringing it into this. She came and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to prepare all the pigs in blanket? They wouldn't have eaten those at the time, but I'm just bringing it into the, our moment. The turkey and the bread sauce and the stuffing and the Christmas pudding and the trifle and the, all the other things. Tell her to help me, Lord. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things. She's sweating. The, the, the crown, the paper crown has gone all floppy. And she stirs and stirs this and drops the stuff on the floor. The floor's all gone slippy because of all the stuff she's dropped. Martha, Martha, you're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, indeed, only one. Only one? Mary has chosen what's better and it will not be taken from her. Are we going to choose what's better? What's our only one? There are many good things. What's paramount? What's the, who is the highest priority at this season? It's Jesus. This is like a Christmas dinner, Mary and Martha. Martha's preparing the sprouts and the turkey. She's remembered she's forgotten the stuffing last minute. Where's Martha? I need her to stir the gravy. She sat at Jesus' feet. Martha's distracted by the preparations. Few things are needed, indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better. Different Mary, same name. Mary, the mother of Jesus treasured and pondered these things. So in response, like Mary, let's treasure the events and message of Christmas by making time to ponder. Measure tr- Mary, it says, treasured up these things. The word treasure. Treasure. That means to preserve. The Greek is preserve. To protect. To defend. I love that idea defend against the assaults on your time and your emotions. Martha's coming at you. I need you, 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 I need you. And they may need you. But I'm going to choose Jesus as my priority. I'm going to listen to him, I'm going to be with him, I'm going to make time for him to protect to defend, to pre- this word treasure means def- to preserve in memory. It's a great way of seeing it, isn't it? Mary chose to preserve in memory 
the things that have been happening at Christmas around her? Do we treasure the events of Christmas and the story that God has given to us? Is is this truth treasure to us? Are we defending it in memory? Are we thinking about these things? Do we know the truth? And do we know that truth is good for us on every front? Every truth, the truth of Christmas, the power of God's word is so good for our souls. Mary treasured up these things. I was reading in Hebrews chapter 2 this morning, and it begins with these words. And I just thought it, it spoke to me about, because I'm distracted, but I can be distracted by many things. Even in, you know, I, I, I'm preaching this morning, but I, do you know what? I can prepare a preach and miss the God that I'm preaching about. You know, I can do that. I, I, can, I can present, I can even play guitar later on the, when, when we do that, and I can miss the God that I'm actually meant to be speak, what I'm speaking about. I can be professional. I can prepare a sermon and not meet God saying, Lord, thank you for the, what I'm preparing here that, and meet God in it. I can miss these things just like you can. You may not, may think maybe it's easy for me, but it, I can get distracted by these we can all get distracted by these things. But it says in Hebrews 2, we must pay more careful attention, therefore, so that we do not drift away. We must pay more careful attention so that we do not drift away. It's a sobering word from the book of Hebrews 2, chapter 2, verse 1. Careful attention. Careful attention. And that word attention, mean, again, means guard. It means to apply the mind to teaching. Pay careful attention to what we've heard. What have we heard? We've heard many things. We've heard about a God who saw us in our sin, who left heaven, came to the earth as a man, and God, and who died for us on the cross, rose again, so that whoever puts their faith in him may be saved, but also be filled with the Holy Spirit, keep in step with the Spirit, walk in the Spirit each day, know him through this life, know his mission, be on his mission, be active on his mission, be prayerful, be purposeful, be fruitful through this life, until we end, this life ends and we go to be with him. And there's so much more I could say, but these are the kinds of things we are to pay more careful attention to so that we do not drift away and treasure and ponder these things in our hearts. It says, and pondered them. Pondered them in her heart. Ponder. What does that word mean, Ponder. It's an interesting word. It means to encounter. It doesn't mean just to think about, like think deeply about. It does mean that. But to thi- we're, we're, the, word, the idea of meditation is to think about something so as to encounter the truth it speaks of. So if you read poetry and you think about it, you encounter the truth within the poem. Or a song, you sing a song, and you can sing a song, you know, 
You can sing a song in, in different ways, can't you? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost. Or you can, um, you know, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That's, you know, it's encountering the truth. And when, when we worship, friends, that's what we should be doing. Worshipping Jesus for the truths. You have set me free. I'm so grateful, Lord. Regardless of how I see it, feel, regardless of what's happening in my life, I worship you, Jesus. And it's true of this. This is what this word ponder means. It means to encounter the truth that you are pondering on. To encounter the God of the story. So let's make time over this Christmas period to read the Christmas story. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John talks, has different aspects of this Christmas story. Make time to read it. If you are a family, read it as a family. If you have children, read it to your children. If you're on your own, meet with friends or on your own. Whatever circumstances you find yourself, you can meet God in the story of Christmas by the Spirit. And it transforms everything. Transforms everything. I'm going to be producing some devotionals each day about Christmas. Again, use those based upon this theme of Mary treasuring these things. Use those. We'll be reflecting on some aspects of Christmas each day, not just Monday through Friday over the next month. Let's stand together. We're going to, going to worship together. We've heard a very simple message, I hope. Like Mary. Band's going to come up. Like Mary. Let's treasure the events and message of Christmas by making time to ponder.